0: Well, good morning, church, family. Hey, 28 straight days of prayer. Give yourself a pat on the back. It's incredible. It's incredible. I'm so glad that you guys did this journey with us. And if you're joining us on live stream right now, thank you for participating as well. Your prayers matter just as much. We don't have to be in the same building for our prayers to work. But, man, it's cool to get together and pray with believers. I love it. So as we finish up today, I want to challenge us to keep moving forward in this. You know, I know for some of us, prayer is pretty easy. You know, some of us have that gift of intercession, and prayer just is like, I can do it all day long, don't even have to worry about it. Others of us, it's not that easy for. And I'm guessing if you're here today, it comes easy for you. But what we want to do is we want to carry this on past these 21 days. And what we want to do is as a church, we want to see prayer become like, that model. It is the most important work that we can do as a church is pray. It doesn't mean we don't do anything else. We are to go out and be the hands of Jesus as well, but we need everything we do to be bathed in prayer. And so we want to keep moving forward. And what I want to do today as we finish up these these 21 days of prayer is I want to show you why Jesus taught us a parable. And it's in Luke 18.1, and Jesus taught us this parable, and Luke lets us know so that The disciples should know that they would always pray and never give up. In Luke 18, 1, it it goes like this. Then Jesus told his disciples a parable to show them that they should always pray and not give up. Now, here's what I want you to try to pay attention to. As I read this this text to you, Jesus is teaching us this, and he's teaching it for a very specific reason. He wants us to know never give up in prayer. Never give up in prayer. But why? Why? Why does Jesus never want us to give up? That's what's important. So try to try to catch it. He said, in a certain town, there was a judge who neither feared God nor cared what people thought. And there was a widow in that town who kept coming to him with the plea, grant me justice against my adversary. Okay. And just so we're all clear, in Jesus' time, a widow, she would have been one of the most helpless people in their culture. She she had no representation. She really didn't have a voice, right? So Jesus is really going to the extremes here. He's like, we've got a God who cares nothing about, or a judge, rather, who cares nothing about justice. And we've got a widow who has no one to go to bat for her. And this is the paradigm that Jesus wants us to to hear this in. He says... uh, So we got this this judge who could care less about God and could care less about justice. We got a widow who has no one to represent her, but she's persistent. She's just not gonna give up. And eventually he says to himself, I'm gonna just, she's annoying me. And if I just keep letting her do this, she might do something crazy like attack me. So I'm gonna just give her what she wants, right? These aren't good terms here, people. Like this is not a good situation. This is not how you want to achieve justice in any society, you know, just beg them until they give in. That's not going to help people very much. But but check this out. Verse 6, and the Lord said, listen to what the unjust judge says. So he wants us to go back. He wants us to think about this. What did the unjust judge say? I'm going to give her what she wants so she doesn't come attack me. Like I'm getting tired of her. Let's just deal with it so I can move on with my life. Verse 7, and will not God... Bring about justice for his chosen ones who cry out to him day and night. Will he keep putting them off? I tell you, he will see that they get justice and quickly. However, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on the earth? Now, I want to explain something here. Jesus is not saying that God is like the unjust judge. That if we just keep coming and we keep pestering him and we annoy him enough, eventually he's going to be like, I'm sick of hearing about this. Here's what you want No, Jesus is doing comparison by showing how different God is from the unjust judge. God is nothing like that judge. So why should we always pray and never give up? Because just like when Jesus taught on prayer, hey, your father knows what you need before you ask him. So don't come begging like the pagans do. No, just enter in to that relationship covenant that you have established. Jesus wants us to know, pray, never give up. Why? Because God is nothing like this unjust judge. He's so much better than we could ever imagine. Why should we pray and never give up? Because we know who we're praying to. That's why. See, if I believe that God is always good, and he is, well, I'm gonna keep praying to that God, why? Because everything he does is good. Everything he does is good. I'm going to pray to that God. Uh, if I know that God is righteous, everything he does is righteous, no one will ever be able to stand before God and, and accuse him of being unfair in how he dealt with us. He's righteous. If I know that he's righteous, then I can pray to that God. Why? Because he's righteous and everything he does. I can trust him. If I know that God is a healer and I'm in need of healing and I know that he's a good God and he's not like this unjust judge, he's not like withholding something from me, but he's good, and he's righteous, and, and I can trust him, so I'm going to keep bringing it before him. Not begging, not pleading, not acting like he doesn't pay attention to me. No, I'm just going to keep coming back to my father because I know he's got the answer, you know? I, I just reminded again, I shared this the other day. I want to share it again. There's a mystery in prayer, and and sometimes we have in our mind that God's going to move a certain way or that he's going to have to move a certain way, and we can get frustrated when we approach God that way. Like, God, here's how this needs to work. Because he's like, dude, I'm thinking on levels you can't even comprehend. Chill out. You know, like, just calm down, son. You know what I'm saying? Uh my car right I I told you guys about my car the heater wasn't working I drove for two years without my heater working and I'm praying for a miracle that my heater would just miraculously start working when I should have just been praying like God give me some wisdom because it was like a five dollar fuse you guys remember that this is what I'm talking about Jesus is like keep on praying why I know what I need I need the miracle for my heater to start working Father's like, no, you just need to go to the garage and get a $5 fuse, my man. That's all you need. Oh, by the way, that guy that just gave you 10 bucks, that was to help pay for that and give you some lunch, too. God's got it. He's a good God. Why do we keep praying and never give up? Because we know who we're praying to. And Jesus says, when I return, will I find faith on the earth? Is he going to come back and find a church who is confident in who they're praying to? If I could be so bold, I'll say it this way. I have way more faith in God than I have faith in my ability to believe in God. I have way more confidence in who God claims that He is than I do in my faith to get something. Does that make sense? Like, my faith is rooted in who He is, not in how much faith I have mustered up. You track them. That's why Jesus, like, here's why you can do this, because this is the type of God that He is. So as we finish up 21 days of prayer, we're not finishing our lives of prayer, we've got a bunch of prayer requests down here at the front, and I'm going to just guess that some of these prayer requests have not gotten the answer yet. So what are we supposed to do? We're going to keep praying, and we're going to never give up. Why? Because we know who we're praying to is good, and he's righteous, and he loves us, and he's there for us and he's paying attention to us and he's got an answer for us and so we're going to keep coming to him not begging like he's not paying to but coming in confidence knowing that he is and he's got an answer for us so I want to just challenge everyone today you can't take these home with you because we're going to keep praying over them but when we go into that personal prayer time and you grab these just maybe one of them just one of them hang on to it in your brain Just say, this person I'm walking with, I'm going to go beyond 21 days with this person. This person I'm going to stand in faith with, and I'm going to say, I'm going to keep bringing this back to God because I know who I'm praying to, and I know that he's faithful, and he's going to give an answer somehow, some way, he's going to show up in this situation. You guys, is that cool? Can we all do that for somebody? There's a lot of them. And I know that we as a church, we're going to continue to do prayer services like this. I don't know the exact schedule of what that's going to look like yet, but I can't wait to keep coming back and doing this more and more. And you're going to see these prayer cards more and more down here at the altar. You're going to see them walking through the sanctuary offering, hey, here's prayer. Why? Because we know who we're praying to. And we as a church, we're not giving up on anyone. When Jesus comes back, the one thing we want Him to be able to say of this church is, they believe there." They believe in who God is. So let's uh let's go into worship. Five minutes of worship. And then let's get into prayer and let's carry these things with us the rest of this year until we see God do something in people's lives. Amen.
1: Spirit was moving over the water. Spirit come move over us. Come rest on us rest on us, as the Spirit was moving over the water, Spirit, come move over us. Come rest on us, come rest on us. So come down, Spirit, when you move, you make my heart pound. When you fill the room, you're here and I know you are moving. You will fill me, so come down, spirit. When you move, you make my heart pound. When you fill the room, you're here, and I know you are moving. I'm here, and I know you will fill me. Who you fill the sun. as a spirit? Come rest on us, come rest on us. As the spirit was moving over the water, spirit come move over us. Come rest, come rest on us, come rest on us. Fire and wind coming to it again, open up the gates, let heaven on it. Come rest on come rest us. On fire on and wind, earth. fire and wind, come and do it again. Open up the gates, they're heavy on it. shine through the shadows burn like a fire Streets. Jesus in the darkness over every enemy. Jesus for my family, I speak the holy name. Jesus Speak the whole. Break every stronghold Shine through the shadows Burn like a fire Come on, let's sing that again Your name
0: Your name name is power power. Your name is healing Your name
1: is healing It's life Your name is life Oh yes it is Break every stronghold Break every stronghold Shine through the shadows, burn like a fire. Your name, Your name is power. Your name is healing. Your name is life. The name of Jesus. Break every stronghold. Shine through the shadows. Burn. The name of Jesus Jesus. in the darkness over every enemy. Jesus, for my failings, I speak His holy name. Jesus, shout Jesus. Shout Jesus Jesus from the mountains. Jesus in the streets. Jesus in the streets. Burn
0: like Amen. Amen. You know, I think, I think for the last day, if you guys would, I just want to mix it up a little bit. I don't know if they've done this any, any other night. I haven't been able to be here every night, but can we just, like, get in a smaller group and, like, not be so spread out? Like, if you're so brave... If we could all come to the front and like hold hands and like pray together, that would be cool. I hate holding hands, like it's like my least favorite thing to do, but I just feel like it'd be really cool to do this last day like in a even more unified way. Any of the bands not playing, you guys can come down here too and join us if you want to. Are you doing a song afterwards? Oh, fine. That's fine. It's fine. Here's what I want to do. I'm going to pray over us. Paul's prayer. he, He talks a lot about prayer in his letter to the church in Ephesus. And he specifically writes two of the prayers that he prays. And so I just, I want to pray this over us. And then instead of me leading us in prayer, like, we're just all going to pray together at the same time, holding each other's hands. So if you look. And I encourage you to do this, like look across the room, pray for people that are physically right here in the room. And just as you scan over the faces, even those on the stage, like if the Lord just, you know, catches your attention, on, just stop and pray for that person. Even if you don't know their name, God knows who they are. Just start interceding for each other in the room. But I, I'm gonna start just praying this over us. Father, I pray that the eyes of our hearts may be enlightened in order that we may know the hope to which you have called us, the riches of your glorious inheritance for your holy people and your incomparably great power for us who believe. It's the same power, the same mighty strength that you exerted when you raised Christ from the dead and seated him at your right hand in the heavenly realms. I pray that out of your glorious riches, you may strengthen us with power through your spirit in our inner being so that Christ may dwell in our hearts through faith. And I pray that us being rooted and established in love, that we we may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ for us that we would know this love, this surpassing knowledge, and that we may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of you, God. And we pray this to the one who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to your power that's at work within us. Father, we give you all the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Let's just start interceding for each other across the room. I'm going to come down and join. Ask someone to hold hands too. Father, as I look at the faces of the people in this room, my brothers and sisters in Christ, Father, I'm encouraged as I think of the testimonies that we have. God, of healing, divine healing, Father, supernatural healing that's taken place in some of their lives. God, we declare that you're the healer. Father, for children that were conceived when it was thought impossible, you are the giver, Father. We thank you, God, for those with testimonies of prodigals who have returned home, lost family members who have radically just given their life to Christ and are following Jesus. God, we just thank you. We thank you that you are a faithful God. God, for the testimonies of financial provision, Father. God, how you showed up in miraculous ways to meet financial needs. God, you're a faithful God. You're our source and our provision. God, thank you for the healing. God, just, just of wounds, Father, of hurts. God, the testimonies that we have of people who've just been healed and received comfort from you. From some of the most, God, just horrific stories that can happen to people, but you can heal. God, you can heal a broken heart. Father, we thank you for those testimonies. I just pray, Father, for all of the prayer requests that have been that have been laid at this altar over these 21 days. Father, we just join together in unity again, Father, to just declare that you are the answer. You are the hope that we have, Father, and that there's not a single request. There's not a single prayer that's been uttered that you're incapable of answering, Father. God, so for every lost family member represented on these cards, Father, we thank you for salvation to come to them and their household. For every healing that needs to take place, we thank you, God, that you are the healer. We can't do anything to earn it or deserve it, but you do it because it's who you are. You're a good God, so we thank you for it, Father. For every need that's a financial need, Every one of these people That are here today That are joining via live stream Father I ask you to turn your face towards them Make your face shine upon them Father be gracious to them Lord, And bless them Father As they go throughout their day I thank you for your goodness And your mercy In Jesus name everybody say it. Amen and amen Love church Be blessed have a great rest of your day Your name is God